Live from the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington, this is a Camel Call Live. Tonight we've got a basketball bonanza for you as we will chat Campbell men's and women's basketball. Camel Claws is scheduled to arrive. He's magic, so we don't know exactly when he's going to be there. But also we're giving away a couple of four packs of tickets, a big uh, Campbell Fighting Camel prize pack. And um, in the last half hour, uh, we will have our starting backcourt with the women's basketball team and uh, as well as our uh, head women's coach, Ronnie Fisher. But for the first half hour, we will talk some men's basketball. He is Kevin McGeehan in his 10th year as head coach for the Fighting Camels men's basketball team. In the last six seasons, Campbell has averaged over 18 wins per year. Over the last six seasons, this is the most in a six-year span in the program's Division I history. And, Coach, you were on the air here about a month and a half, and we were talking right before the season about all of the newcomers, all of the new in this program. And I think one of the most impressive things about the first month of this season is you had eight newcomers. You had five that you told me you thought could contribute. And, boy, those five have contributed right away. Um, how proud are you of those guys that you have brought in to this program that has been able to help you all? Well, I think they've done a really good job. Um, it's a process, and we're still learning. Um, so the consistency probably is the one thing that we're trying to, you know, build on, trying to make sure that we get consistent performances out of those guys and, you know, uh, figuring out exactly how they're going to do it with how we play. Um, you know, and so we've had some games, I'd say, you know, um, Jay has been pretty consistent throughout where, you know, you kind of know you're going to get about 10 points and 10 rebounds, it feels like nowadays, um, each game. I mean, no kidding, back-to-back double-doubles, which yeah. is something that's just sensational for a guy that just entered the program. Yeah, no, I mean, he, he obviously has a, a knack for rebounding the ball, and his, you know, length and uh, activity really helps. Um, and he's – the way he plays, it's, it's not like you have to call plays to get him – you know, involved. He, he finds a way to, you know, get it being an offensive rebound or a cut or what have you. Some of that stuff is, you know, scripted. Some of it's his reads. And um, that's been really, really helpful. And he's become more like a veteran more quickly because of those characteristics and how he's played consistently. And then, you know, of late, I think Anthony has really started to play well and been very consistent in how he's gone about getting better. And there's still room to grow for him. But, you know, you can pretty much he's solid as far as, you know, getting us a couple baskets a game and uh, he's rebounding the ball well. He takes care of the ball or dribbles the ball well. You know, we can probably cut down the turnovers a little bit, um, but they're not usually ones where he's um, overly out of character. Just right now strength and physicality affects him at times. You know, he's having to play a lot and um, at times he looks like he's getting worn down, you know, during the games. Um but he's done a really nice job and I think, you know, is, is impressive. And, you know, it's a shame Jason was really starting to come along and then um, got hurt in practice and he's, he's still out and probably be about out a little bit longer, um, starting to make some progress. But, um, and then Devin and Juan have been solid, although they haven't put it together on the same day yet, you know. Like one day Juan will be playing really well and then next time it might be, you know, Devin or, or you know, somebody else. But 
Uh, if we can get them all kind of rolling in the same direction at the same time, then I think we'll have something because they've all shown the potential that they can do it. Anthony Delorso is one of those five who's a, who's a true freshman. He's from Australia. You guys do your homework, obviously recruiting and then some. You knew you were getting a good player. Did you know he was going to be this good this fast? Uh, not based on the film alone. You know, we, we had recruited him based off completely off film, which has been become pretty commonplace nowadays. But uh, when he got here and um, I saw how good the instincts were right off the bat, um, I was really hopeful that he was going to be able to make an impact. And, you know, with with the way he handles the ball and the way he sees the game at six foot six, um, you know, he's really versatile because he's ha he's helping us most right now at guard. But, you know, down the line, he can, he's going to be able to play more forward and stuff like that because of the height and the length. Um, but, yes, his instincts are really, really, really good. Just sees it, understands. Um, he asks questions a lot about, you know, the whys or, or even just things that he's seeing. You know, he'll say, Coach, on this one, they, they seem to be – they seem like they're going under or they're switching this. Like, can I just, can I just do this? And I said, yeah, that, that's, that would be the right thing. And, you know, basically telling him to trust his instincts. Um, and he's, he seems to be getting more and more comfortable in that, just trusting his instincts in the game and, and seeing what shows up. Um, we talk about all these new guys and, and how, they've, how they've contributed, but you look at the very top of the stat sheet, and there's some, some names that we've seen for a long time. Ricky Clemens, Joshua Lusain, and uh, Jesus Carolero. Tell me about your, your trio of seniors, and in Ricky's case, a fifth-year senior, and, and what they have meant to the team this point of the season. Yeah, it's uh, it's Ricky's been steady as she goes since day one. Really has taken on more than he has in previous years, and and really, uh, you know, you can feel his sense of ownership of this being his team, and that, you know, he he probably was able to uh, play a secondary role behind some of the older guys that we had ahead of him last year, and now he's you know clearly taken on a a, a more present um, leadership type role on our team, whether that's, you know, playmaking or, you know, talking, leading the other guys, he's, he's done a really good job. You know, and Jesus was off to an amazing start. Um, you know, he played really well in those first five games and then had the injury and, you know, he's going to be out here for an extended period of time. And, you know, I was really, really excited about the potential of having both him and Josh because of the versatility, the fact that they bring a lot of the same things but have a little bit of a different flavor on it. And, um, you know, him being out now has forced Josh into a more preliminary role, primary role, and he's, um, he's playing well. Um, and now it's just a matter of kind of probably finding those backup minutes, you know, more for, for LV to take a little off Josh because he's probably playing more than he, than he should. You know, he's just... Yeah, he's a big guy. You know, he gets tired, and, and, and it affects his defense mostly, but a um, little bit his offense, but mostly his defense. And we need to just continue to work that rotation so that, you know, LV can take some pressure off him, get some rest so he can be more effective. But, um, you know, we're hopeful we'll get Jesus back at some point. And uh, if that happens, hopefully all the pieces fall into place at the right time. One thing that has been tested here is our, our depth. Um, because as the Jason goes out or, you know, Ricky and Devin 
get the flu, you know, missing time, even, even if just in practice. Uh, now we got two more that are out sick. Uh, you know, it's like you're just forced to show up to practice and work, on the, work with the guys you got and try to make them better, and hopefully that leads to a really balanced and deep team down, down the line. You know, right now it's, it's probably marginally affecting us to where we haven't had quite as many normal competitive practices as I would like at this point and putting guys exactly in the spots where we want them. Um, it's probably affected the depth. I mean, certainly Jesus is uh, not being in there. Uh, has probably affected the outcomes a little bit. Um, but like we say, you know, this is the hand that we have right now. This is the hand we've been dealt. We got to just keep working and getting better. And, and, you know, the schedule doesn't stop because, you know, we have a few things going on with our, our team physically or um, illness-wise or what have you. We just have to keep keep working. Does it help a little bit that Jesus being out this big length of time that you've had a handful of games to get ready to conference and see what your new on-court reality is for a while? I think it certainly helps rather than the day before uh, the day before conference play to, to have some time. Um, also, he's hopefully in the midst of healing while this time is passing by. Um, but yeah, like, you know, we had one day prior to Jacksonville who's really, really good team. And I think a little bit of they did a good job we didn't play our best game but also you know we had played five really good competitive games against good teams up to that point and we were counting you know we kind of knew what we were and then it was like one practice and okay now this is the new reality without jesus and so it does take some adjusting and we're in the midst of continuing to adjust as you know this guy is out and this guy's in and that's just that's just the hand we've been dealt this year um We'll talk back to Ricky Clemens, and again, I, I don't think we can talk enough about him because it's, it's more than just a great story of a, a, of a walk-on that made his way into the starting lineups and never got off of it. Ricky this year, his stat line, and I know stats aren't anything because he was one of your most valuable players before he had a stat line like this, but the defense is still there. You still put him on every night, the best scorer from the opposing team, mm -hmm. and he's averaging 13.4 points per game, four rebounds, uh, he leads the team in assists, but not only that, Coach, he's hitting 59% of his shots from the field, 57% from three. I think that says it all. He can score now, but he's not taking a bunch of shots. He's, he's taking good shots. No question. Um, and I think his, his three-point percentage was even better, and then he kind of got stuck <laughs> about four times yeah. uh, in the game the other night. Shot clock running down. Shot he had clock. To heave, yep. He had to shoot one at the end of the half or the end of the game. Like those ones, you know, they're just – that's what happens when you're the, one of the better guys. You get the ball in your hands when it matters the most. But those are lower percentage shots. But they weren't lower percentage because he was choosing them. It was because they kind of chose him. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, and I, you know, I, I think he's very selective with the with the threes that he shoots. He's He's great at – figuring out a way to get to the basket, um, be it through our scheme or his creativity. And then he's great at drawing fouls too. So he's really, really valuable. Um, what is the assist to turnover restoration? I mean, it's, uh, it's fantastic. It's, it, it, it's almost two to one right now. Yeah. I think. Okay. That's what I thought. Yeah. So, I mean, that, that says it all. He's doing a ton for us and you know, I've said to him a few times here as we've had a couple of disappointing games where we've played, you know, relatively competitive and close and come up on the short end is like, I know there's a lot on you, but 
you wouldn't ask for it. You wouldn't ask for it any other way. Like, this is what you signed up for. This is what you want. And, you know, you just got to keep rising to the challenge and figuring out how to do it in a positive way when things don't go well for us. Something breaks down, whether it be a, a turnover or a missed shot or what have you, of figuring out how to rally the other guys and not, you know, not let it affect your your overall, uh, you know, mood, well-being, how you're bringing your teammates along, you know, and that's not obviously not easy to do, you know, because everybody wants to win, everybody wants everything to go well, and mistakes are going to happen, especially when you got all these new guys. This might be hard to judge because, as you've said, I think there's been maybe just one and a half games where you've had a totally healthy roster, but is this the deepest team that, that you have had here at Campbell? I believe it is. Yeah, um, I'd agree with you. And I can't wait for the day that we can actually <laughs> yeah, see it all. Yeah, all of them all. together, right? Yeah. Because, like, right now, you know, that's what we were saying the other day, is, like, we all know that Jesus is out. Like, that's just part of our reality. Right now we're being affected by the fact that Mason hasn't played in a game yet this year. Brock hasn't been able to play and is going to be a couple weeks still away. Um, Jason now is out. Um, those guys that aren't necessarily the frontline guys, they're like they could be falling into that seven through nine definitely spots and you know because we have so much newness like maybe seven and nine are not playing well well maybe the the seven or nine you plug in might give you just that lift that you need just enough to kind of get you over the hump or get you through it and so we don't have the fortification behind it right now um Mason's showing signs, getting closer. He's practiced recently at, like, basically full strength but on a minute's restriction. So hopefully he can help some. Um, but, again, he's a fresh. He didn't play at all last year. Um, so he's young and, you know, not particularly young but inexperienced. Yep. But I think he can provide something for us. If we can get Jason back, that certainly provides something for us. Brock could fill in nicely because he can shoot the ball um, – he knows exactly what we're doing um, and would really facilitate the, you know, on those games where something like a shot selection is an issue where, you know, somebody's not vibing with how we're trying to do it, then Brock is great because you know exactly what you're going to get. Well, he hasn't been in there. So it, I, I do think it's the deepest team, and I'm dying to see us all together uh, to, to be able to test that because we've, had, we've only been able to see it in in spots. We haven't really had them all together at all. We'll continue with Campbell head coach uh, Kevin McGeehan coming up after the break. We'll go deeper into the schedule. I want to remind you both our men's and women's team are uh, off of their finals break as a uh, finals in tomorrow is the last day for them. So Wednesday we've got a uh, day night double header. The education game for the women will start at 1130 and the men will follow at 6 o'clock. Uh, more information at GoCamels.com. We'll be back after this. Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded more than a half dozen championship-level facility projects. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund several new projects, including a new Gore Arena sports medicine facility. For more information, go to GoCamels.com and click the Give button. Thanks for supporting the Fighting Camel Club. 
Hey Campbell fans, I'm Christy Yarbrough with Remax United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects, staging and prepping your home for sale, or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs. Visit my website for more information at christyy.remaxagent.com. Go Camels! Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time! Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Better ingredients, better pizza, better brace yourself, because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls. No crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love. Baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats all covered in melty cheese, and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo, and Garden Veggie. Or get creative and build your own. Papa John's. Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Mattamy Homes focuses on what you value most with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes. We create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit mattamyhomes.com and see for yourself. Welcome back to Camel Call Live. I have to uh, apologize to all my friends over there on the board. Um, the, uh, the, the other place who I will not mention, uh, Camel Claws, went to the wrong place tonight, so he's late. I just got a, uh, I just got a text. He will, he will be here, but he went to uh, another place that shall not be named across town, and that was what was on my mind. So I'm sorry to my wonderful friends here at the county seat that does such a great job of hosting us every Monday through May. Thank you for joining us. Camel Claws to come as uh, we are here at the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. Coming up, we will have our uh, women's basketball team members, Svenja Nuremberg and Sarah Fitzgerald, as well as our head women's basketball coach, Ronnie Fisher. But uh, continuing this first half hour as we talk men's basketball with the head coach in his 10th year, uh, Kevin McGeehan. And coach, as you look at the challenge of this schedule you have put together, you guys have been on the road, it seems like, uh, once, twice a week, even even more than that. You finally come back home for a couple games before Christmas uh, and after finals game against William Peace so this Wednesday at 6, and then at Georgia Southern, and then against UNC Wilmington on December 21st. That's a Wednesday game the week of Christmas at 2 o'clock. But um, some challenges there to fine-tune you 
um, for conference play. Your thoughts on the on the upcoming schedule? Yeah, well, you know, I haven't got a chance to watch William Peace the last um, last couple days. Um, they we played them last year, um, and they played us really well for the first like really the first half. I mean, we made a run right before the half to get it up to about ten or twelve, and then kind of played really well in the second half and kind of controlled the game, but. Um, they do a lot of the same stuff that we do on offense. So, you know, I think it's, you know, sometimes that's good, sometimes that's bad, right? They're, they're, I think there's a familiarity. Um, but I think on both sides, right, they're going to have guarded a lot of the stuff that we do as well. So, you know, I think we're going to have to play well. But I, I think some of the things that we've been emphasizing that we felt like after going back and looking at Evansville, we needed to improve on our on-the-ball defense, our, you know, you know, physicality at the point of attack, our, our, our help defense. We talk, we've talked a whole bunch about, you know, playing defense in a stance for, for the entire possession, you know, because I feel like sometimes as we get tired through the possession, we might be in the right spot, but maybe a little bit upright. We need to have tension in our bodies and make them, you know, feel like you're there uh, collectively, you know, that not just the guy who's on the ball, but that the, the guy on either side of him is there and ready to defend as a group. Um, so I think a lot of that's going to, you know, come come into play right off the bat. You know, we need we need to be really good um, and show that we're making strides in those areas. We've had a couple good practices, and now it's you know another we'll have another one tomorrow and, and be ready to go for that. And then, you know, I have not gotten a far enough ahead on on the other two, just following from afar and seeing their their results. But both seem to be playing pretty well, and um, obviously Wilmington will be a is, you know, one of our long, longest standing, you know, rivalry games and there'll be a conference foe going forward. Yeah. So, you know, that, that, that one's obviously going to be big. And, you know, we need the folks to come out for us. Um, our students are, you know, likely home. And so whatever, uh, you know, hopefully there's some students that are local uh, that will, will come back for, for, for the games. But um, we really need some support from the, from the local community to, 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 to give us a that, you know, six man that we need. You talk about uh, William Peace being a familiar foe, but having played at Georgia Southern and then UNC Wilmington, I know they've had coaching change, but but pretty much, uh, well, you have played them every single year. That's got to hurt from the one thing. You don't have the element of surprise, but also help you because you're going to face a whole conference schedule of guys that have faced you before. Sure. I, is that is that an appropriate parallel to make? Um. I think when you get to league, it's like a whole nother level. Really? Yeah. But um, but I do think there's familiarity enough, especially when, you you know, consistency of the coaches. So Brian has now been there a few years, and we played him last year here. Um, real good game that they ended up coming out on top. And UNC Dub now is, um, I think it's Coach Siddle's third year maybe. Yeah. Um, so, you know, we've seen each other now a couple times. And so um, – for sure, when you've done it before, and you can look back directly on your game film where you played each other from the previous year, it definitely adds a little bit of a, another layer of insight into how you're going to be able to approach the game. Or, uh, you know, in some ways, it's like, okay, what worked, what didn't work, or what, you know, it's a bit of a guessing game. Are they going to go back to that same approach? That seemed to work for them. But there's definitely more to it. Um, once you get the league, it's like everybody's seen each other so many times over the course of so many years that there's not very many tricks. So you have to 
you know, you have to be good at what you do and you have to be creative in coming up with different ways to attack certain things for sure. How incredibly challenging is it going to be this conference season? You guys have a little bit of a target on your back, of, of course, you know, leaving the, the, this conference, but it's a full round robin. 18 conference games, you got to go away nine times, you come back nine times. Wow, just, uh, just a gauntlet for you to try to navigate over these next two months. Yeah, I mean, I think... I think if you ask most of the coaches, they'd prefer that we played everybody twice. Okay. And, you know, that at the, at the very least, you couldn't go back and you, you wouldn't be able to say, well, Radford won, but they had, you know, their, they played this, these teams three times and these teams they didn't have to play. Where everybody gets to play everybody twice. I mean, you know, it, it might be timing with when you had students here and not and all that kind of stuff, but at the end of the day, it's like, it's got to be decided on the court, and, and, and it will be when you play a full double round robin. And you guys start off, uh, boy, you hop right into conference play at Presbyterian. It's a challenging place to play. It's a challenging road trip, and that's coming right off the Christmas break. And, and then, Coach, you, you've got Longwood, the defending champs, pick to repeat, Gardner-Webb. Luckily, both of those teams are home. And then at UNC Asheville, in my eyes, along with you guys, Longwood, Gardner-Webb, UNC Asheville, those are the four teams that are going to compete for a, for a conference title this year. H how is that starting off, not slowly, but, but right in the middle of a challenge? Yeah, you know, um, you never get to pick your schedule. Um, and I, I don't know that there's a perfect way to do it. You know, if you, um, uh, you know, if you, if you tried to predict, like right now, if you, you would have said going into the year, well, oh, it would be nice to play high point. Well, they're 9-1 and one or whatever, 8-2, yeah, right. like – you just don't know, and last year, um, you know, Longwood was not going to was not predicted to be nearly as good as they were. Now this year, they bring back everybody, and everybody's aware of them. But um, yeah, I mean, it, it, you know, it, it, is is it nice to have some games that are a little more manageable off the bat? Yes, but at the end of the day, you're going to see everybody, and part of our job is to try to keep keep everybody in the right direction. Uh, through the ups and downs of what is always going to be a challenging league schedule. A challenging league schedule uh, indeed. And coach, when you look, it's been hard to judge this team with, with all of the injuries and, and all of the travel. What do you think your team needs to do to have success in, in the conference as you look ahead? What would you like to see from them? Yeah, I mean, I think a little bit more consistency across the board. So just, um, you know, we've played a lot of pretty good basketball and, and, where we've struggled of late is maybe putting together a full 40 minutes. You know, you can go back and isolate like four minute stretches that we just seem to, you know, whether it's fatigue or, you know, um, so that could be on us trying to figure out how to manage the bench differently to, to make sure guys are fresh or, um, or what have you, but putting together 40 minutes every night. And I think individually there's, they're, like we kind of talked about a little bit earlier, but trying to get consistency out of everybody. You know, it doesn't have to be that. Consistency doesn't mean that we get 15 points. It's just sort of consistency of play to know that, because right now what, what has, seems to be happening a little bit is like somebody's not having as great a day, and then you just, you're basically trying to plug the next guy to see if that's going to work. And I just like them all to get to where they're all kind of playing consistently so that we can kind of manage it like, situationally and 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 um, just try to fine-tune it and and get guys breaks appropriately right so so that somebody like Ricky doesn't have to 
be in the game the entire time or Jay Powell's in there a lot or, you know, Josh definitely needs some more breaks. So, like, just, just trying to get everybody's consistency up just a little bit so that it's a little more of a not a reactionary decision-making process with regard to substitutions and things like that. Well, we'll be great to see it where everybody healthy to a point. Of course, Jesus out for a while, but great to see you back at home. This Wednesday, the next two Wednesdays, actually, as a William Peace and then UNC Wilmington come to town. And then those two big conference games, December 31st, it's a matinee. Before you get things going, come going to the creek. And then January 4th, more at GoCamels.com. And more coming up after the break from the county seat in downtown Lillington. We will talk some women's basketball with our head coach, Ronnie Fisher. That's coming up after the break here on Camel Call Live. Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded more than a half dozen championship-level facility projects. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund several new projects, including a new Gore Arena sports medicine facility. For more information, go to GoCamels.com and click the Give button. Thanks for supporting the Fighting Camel Club. Hi, Campbell fans. I'm Christy Yarbrough with REMAX United. Thinking about buying or selling or know someone who is? Let me help you make the right moves. It's important to work with the right agent with local knowledge and cutting-edge experience. I can help ease the pains of the buying or selling process by guiding you through the steps. Whether it's connecting you with the right lender, home inspector, handyman for those undone projects, staging and prepping your home for sale, or helping you find the ideal home that fits your family's needs. Visit my website for more information at christyy.remaxagent.com. Go Camels! Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time! Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Better ingredients, better pizza, better brace yourself, because Papa John's has done it again. Introducing Papa Bowls. No crust, just a whole bunch of those Papa John's toppings you love. Baked to piping hot perfection. I'm talking crisp veggies, savory meats all covered in melty cheese, and those signature sauces. Try flavors like Italian Meats Trio, Chicken Alfredo, and Garden Veggie. Or get creative and build your own. Papa John's. Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Mattamy Homes focuses on what you value most with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes. We create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit mattamyhomes.com and see for yourself. Oh, welcome back to the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. This is Camel Call Live. We're here every Monday night. We'll be here next Monday and then take two Mondays off over the holidays and then be back through May. Every time you come here, there is a chance for prizes. So if you haven't gotten your raffle ticket yet, 
This nice man in the vest will have some. We're giving away a lot of prizes, two four-packs of uh, tickets to an upcoming Campbell basketball game and a big prize pack. So if anybody would like a uh, would like a raffle ticket, please see Tony right there, and we'll draw after the next break. Right now, it is my pleasure to be talking some women's basketball. Joining me now, he is the three-time Big South Coach of the Year, winning his active coach in the Big South. His Camels have averaged nearly 20 wins per season, regular season titles in 2020, and of course last year, 2022, and runner-up finishes in the Big South Tournament in 2019, 2021, and 2022. He is Ronnie Fisher, and Coach, uh, thank you for joining me. First off, tell us what finals week is like. You guys are used to playing two, sometimes three times a week, and then all of a sudden, I know you guys are working behind the scenes, but the games come grinding to a halt. What is this week like for you all? Yeah, Chris, thank you for having me. First of all, I'm really happy to be here, and uh, it's a uh, finals is a tough time because we have a lot of things we need to work on basketball-wise, but we put it on hold because our, our players are really uh, they're really serious about their academics. They do awesome in the classroom. And we take some time off to let them have plenty of time to study. Uh, we get some short uh, workouts and practices in. Uh, but really, it's time to uh, put all, uh, all efforts toward their academics. And I think they've done a great job and can't wait to see their, their grades. They're, they're doing really well. Um, Coach, that's something that has been another hallmark of, of, of your teams. You not only win, you also win in the classroom. It's not easy to balance the student, the athlete. How have you guys been able to do that? Yeah, I think uh, it comes down to recruiting, and, and uh, my philosophy has always been like if you find a person that wants to be great in all things, that they'll reach their potential, and we want players that want to be great in the classroom and on the court, and I think it all works together. It's about a work ethic and a, a determination, and, and our players have that in the classroom, and uh, they, they've done tremendous. Uh, we're so proud of them, and you know, this is last two years we've had the Scholar-Athlete in the Big South Conference. Uh, and hopefully we'll have it a third year in a row and, and our players understand the importance of that and uh, th they understand that that degree is going to carry them uh, when they finish up playing. And, and uh, so really proud of the effort they've made and hopefully we'll end up with a good GPA here at the end of the semester. Coach, you have put together another very difficult non-conference schedule. You had UCF come here, and we will talk about that fantastic game a little later. You go at Virginia. You're playing some, um, some tough um, high mids as well on the on the road. You went all the way to Western Carolina. You've had a, a month or so, and you've had your injuries too, which we'll talk about. You've had a month or so to to see your team. Your thoughts on on what you've put together so far? Yeah, we we have had a really difficult schedule, and and that's good because uh, uh, I think it's really preparing us for uh, conference. Uh, uh, at the same time, we've we've lost a few games that. Um, that are difficult, and uh, but we're we're learning a lot, and and uh, we've got some young players that are that are really uh, you, you want you want to grow them up quick, but you have to have experience, and uh, we we've got some really good experience, and, and we've been competitive even at Virginia, uh, Central Florida. We have a chance to win the game with some really good teams. We've had a chance to win, and even though we've lost a few of those games, we've learned a tremendous amount. And uh, that's going to help us. Uh, and and our, our young players are growing up. It's just a process, and we have to continue to grow. And, and uh, But I, we are, and, and uh, I'm really proud. I, you know, you always look at a win-loss record. We would like to have a few more wins. Uh, 
at the same time, I'm really proud of our players. They're competing, and we're getting better, and, and I'm so excited about the rest of the season. The, the best atmosphere that has been at Gore Arena this year, the, the best atmosphere for, for women's basketball that, that I've ever seen in, in my decade here was back on November 15th. Number one, you had Central Florida come in. This is a team that's going to be in the Big 12 next year. This is a team that makes the NCAA tournament. This is a, this is a really, really good team. You got them to come here. I want the story on that, number one. And then the atmosphere, a bunch of student athletes came out. A bunch of the community came out. Lost a close one in, 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 at the end of the game. Almost got it into overtime. But but tell me about that night. Yeah, I, I'm really, um, it was great to get, we want to get really good teams to come to Bowie's Creek. And uh, Central Florida, they, they won their league last year. I think they won 26 games. And uh, they pushed UConn to the limit in the second round of the NCAA tournament. So they, they lost their coach, and they have a new coach. She was coming from um, uh, LSU as an assistant at LSU uh, with Kim Mulkey. And uh, so we, uh, when I saw that she got the job, we contacted him about playing, and uh, I don't think they knew anything about us. And, and uh, <laughs> so it was good uh, that she actually it's a, it's a two-year deal. They're, they play here this year. We go there next year. Okay, and, great. And they paid us a guarantee. Come on. So it was really good. <laughs> and uh, so to get an opportunity to play a, a really good team at home. And, and uh, we challenged uh, – we, we talked with all the other coaches about their athletes. If they could get them to the game, we'd really appreciate it. And we tried to get the community there and was so proud of how everybody turned out for our program. And uh, it, like you said, it was a great atmosphere, uh, and we, we absolutely battled and have the ball down one uh, with, I think, eight or ten seconds and have a chance to win the game. And we didn't win, but we competed at a high level, and uh, it was a great atmosphere and something our players love playing in front of. And we, we, we've got to try to continue to get that atmosphere here when we have other people at, at, at home. Well, hey, you, you continue to, to challenge yourself um, away from home. This is a trip that has been planned for, for some time, but, but your team, after playing um, this Wednesday at home, will go out to Las Vegas to take, uh, to take on a couple teams in the Holiday Hoops Classic. Tell me about that special trip and, and why you put it together. Yeah, we, we put it together a couple years ago, and uh, we had the first year of COVID, and we had to postpone it to last year. And then last year, uh, about this time last year, myself and another player tested positive uh, for COVID. And so we decided not to travel. And it was really a good move because one of the teams that traveled there last year, one of their players got it while they were in Vegas and had to spend the next 14 days in a hotel room. Wow. So, so we, we made the right decision last year. And uh, so now we're looking forward to making that trip this year. Uh, it's it's going to be a great trip for our players, but it's going to be two really tough games. Uh, Cleveland State, I think uh, they're they're eight or nine and one right now, probably the best team in the horizon, and uh, be a really challenging game. And Jacksonville State uh, uh, is one of the top teams in the A Sun, top two or three in the A Sun. They're very good at, as well. So it's going to be awesome for our team to get to make a nice trip and and compete against solid teams. Uh, that's going to prepare us for uh, our, our conference starting up uh, in uh, December here. Oh, we talked about how that Central Florida game was such a good atmosphere. I, I should have said 1B, my favorite atmosphere every single year, is the uh, Education Day game. That's coming up uh, this Wednesday at 1130. I think the last count was 2,200 fifth graders from around Harnett County 
are going to come to, to watch you all play. Tell me about, about that day. Yeah, it's an amazing, uh, amazing opportunity for our players. And, and uh, I've done it now for a while. Even before I came here, we had education game. And, and it's one of the most unique days um, because I told our players today after practice is you're going to have at least 1,000 to 1,500 uh, girls in there that will want to be who you are one day. And uh, and that's really neat. And, and our players, they're, they're taking that responsibility very seriously that they want to represent Campbell and themselves in a manner that would make that young girl coming to the game want to be a basketball player. And and that that's that's awesome. And, and I can remember my daughter, uh, she sat through several of these. And uh, I can remember how much she looked up to our players and, and to hopefully get a – hopefully win the game and then after be able to, to sign autographs and sign posters for those those kids uh, uh, is, a, is a lot of fun. And uh, so we're, we're looking forward to it. Um, it. It means a lot not only to the students in the crowd, but to your student athletes too. They really get a kick out of it. The energy in that room is hard to describe, isn't it? It really is. It really is. And uh, you hear, hear a different song coming on and, and everyone's <laughs> yeah. singing and then uh, – Sometimes you don't know if they're cheering for our team or their team, but they're loud. So, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, so, no, we're, we're looking forward to it and uh, really appreciate uh, all the work that, that is put in behind the scenes to, to, to get everyone in the right place in order for us to have 2,500 kids in there. So it's, it's a lot that goes into that and really appreciate uh, all the people at Campbell that are making that happen for us. Back on the court. It's similar in a way to what we were talking to the head men's basketball coach, Kevin McGeehan, in, in our first half hour. Gosh, you have been riddled with injuries, illnesses. You guys have, have faced a little bit of, of everything, including a, a, a big injury to, to Shy, one of your all-conference players. Yeah, that was a tough one to take. Um, Cheyenne, she, she struggled last year with injuries, and we finally got her healthy this year. And uh, She's been she's been playing amazing. Uh, when she when she went down, she she was leading the country in three point percentage, and she was second in the country in three pointers made per game. And uh, she's one of the best shooters in the country, bottom line. And she was leading us in scoring. I think she was averaging the most points of any player I've had here since I've been here. And uh, so for her to go down was a really tough tough thing for us. Uh, and uh, then the, the same game, Brittany Staves, who has been probably our most consistent player, and her and Shire, both captains, she suffered a concussion. And so we, we go to Western Carolina without our two leaders and two captains, and, and uh, it was tough for us. Uh, we battled, and we, we pretty much led the whole game, but we lost at the end. And I hate losing a game, but it was great for those players to step up and get it put in that situation. And, and that's the way we're looking at it. We, we watched video for about an hour and a half today on that game. And, and our players will get better for the roles that they had to play without Shy and Brittany in the game. And uh, Brittany will be back hopefully Wednesday. Uh, and and Shy, she's probably out five or six weeks. Oh. Uh, but she will be back. Yeah. And, and uh, when they do come back, we'll be stronger for it. But you, you've got to navigate it without them, and that's difficult. So uh, we're getting through that right now. But it's okay. We're going we're gonna to get better from it. I've got another one sick that won't, won't be able to play Wednesday. But uh, we're going to be all right. We're, we're going to next man up, and you get ready to go, and we compete, and we're not making any excuses. 
after Christmas, just like the man, you jump right into Big South Conference play. When you look at the Big South Conference, you all coming in as the defending champ. So what do you see? Is it going to be another challenge in the Big South this year? Well, I, I, what I see just looking at a few teams on video that I've seen and, and records is just, there's just so much parity. Um, I think every team's really good, uh, really solid, and, and – you know, it, you know, I heard you talking to Kevin about if you're playing the top teams first or whatever. It doesn't really matter with us. Uh, we, we do have a really tough schedule, but every game is going to be a battle. And uh, I, ta I talked to our players today, like the, the line between winning and losing is so thin. And we have to continue to improve, and we have to get better defensively. We have to um, execute, take care of the basketball, and, and just do our job a little better with some young players doing it. And uh, we will, but that's, that's our focus. And it doesn't really matter who we play. We've got to be better at what we do right now. Um, finally, uh, after this next segment, we'll bring, we'll bring up some of your uh, fantastic uh, student athletes, Svenja and Sarah. Brag on these two for me before we bring them up here. Yeah, I, I love these two. They've, they've been meant so much to our program. Uh, Sarah is a, uh, a junior who who's, uh, just really comes every day and has worked so hard. Uh, she's she's improved and she's um, she's a leader for our team and and I love how she comes every day. She also is uh, different as a as a post player. She can step out and shoot the three. I think she's a tremendous shooter. She scores on the block and uh, she's a really good player and she's a great leader for our program. She's that player that's always helping others, always making others better, and just a really caring person and. Uh, she shows a, a great leadership for our team. Uh, and then Swenya uh, is a senior uh, from one of our international players from Luxembourg. And I've been so proud of her. She's, she's had three knee surgeries. And uh, most players would have packed it in after number two probably. Uh, but she's worked so hard to get back. And she's healthy. She's got in the starting lineup. And uh, she does so much for our team. She... She's a tremendous defender. She passes the ball. She can score it, and, and uh, she just makes everyone around her better. So both of these two have been awesome and uh, uh, looking for them to improve over the year and have great seasons for us. You make everyone better as well. Thank you so much, Coach Fisher. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. He's the three-time Big South Conference Coach of the Year. His women will be back in action coming up a, a special um, Education Day game, 1130 on Wednesday. You can see that game on ESPN+. Plus. We are live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Coming up after the break, we'll talk about two of the best from Campbell's women's basketball team. That's coming up on Camel Call. Step into a quality home you'll value for a lifetime. Perfect for your family at every stage. Mattamy Homes focuses on what you value most with different designs, styles, and finishes crafted to work within your budget. That's why we're ranked first in quality, value, and customer satisfaction. But we don't just build homes. We create communities with instant appeal and enduring value. See what we're building around Raleigh, places you'll be proud to call home. Visit mattamyhomes.com and see for yourself.
Since 2019, the Fighting Camel Club has funded championship-level facility projects such as the Eeks Athletics Complex renovation for Camel Soccer and a new strength and conditioning space inside Gore Arena. This fall, your Fighting Camel Club donations will fund a new sports medicine facility, a new locker room for women's basketball, and a new digital media lab for athletes to work on their personal brands. Providing championship resources for Campbell student-athletes. That's the mission of the Fighting Camel Club. For more information, go to GoCamels.com and click on the Give button. Planning a tailgate? Then it's bow time. Bojangles has everything you need for the perfect tailgate, no matter how many fans you're trying to feed. There's the original tailgate, the super tailgate, and for a really big crowd, the jumbo tailgate special. And if you like your chicken off the bone, choose the Supreme's tailgate special that includes 12 perfectly seasoned tenderloin fillets. So grab the tickets, get that Bojangles tailgate special, and go. It's bow time. Welcome back to the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington. We will be here next Monday, take a couple of Mondays off, and then be back in January through May, uh, bringing you the best of Campbell Athletics from the County Seat in downtown Lillington. Okay, we have uh, drawn our uh, raffle tickets. The uh, first will be for the big prize pack here, 625 625 755 625 755. We have a winner, and now the uh, next prize will be this is for a four pack of tickets for not only a women's game but also a men's game. So you can go to two uh, different games men's and women's. And the winner of the uh, eight tickets 625 757. 625757. Thank you. Every time there is a live show, there are live prizes. So thank you for coming down to the county seat in downtown Lillington. We talked to two of our veterans on this Campbell basketball team, Swenya Nuremberg and Sarah Fitzgerald. And first, We'll, we'll talk to Sarah because she's from Chesapeake, um, and I won't ask you as many questions of where you're from, but, but, but first of all, you have been in this program for a while now. W what do you love ab about your team? Well, I have to say it has to be the team. We're so very close, and as the years gone by, I feel like we just develop a, a relationship with each and every one of us like differently, and I feel like this year I've gotten closer with like the freshmen and the junior. Well, I'm a junior, and... That's beside the point. And with <laughs> seniors, I mean, you just learn things about the players as you get older, and it's just it's a blessing to be a part of this team because we're very, very special group of players. Tell me about Chesapeake, Virginia. What makes that place special? Where you come from? You know, um, I grew up there for a while. Um, I always stayed home. If I did anything, it was I went to the gym to shoot basketball, go to practice, occasionally go out to eat with my friends. But it's a very homey community, just like Campbell University, which is what drew me here, minus the team, but just how everybody's just so close, knows each other, and like you just get around easy. So nothing really special, but <laughs> it's it's home. So when you think about that and. I hear so many student athletes say it reminds me of home. I came from a smaller school or a smaller place, and I really yeah. wanted that in college. What were some of the other things that attracted you to this place? Well, 
I think exactly what you said, just like how small it was. I'm not so big when it comes to a big um, community. I'm very shy sometimes when it gets to knowing new people, but I think what really drew me was just the, the staff itself. Like I felt very comfortable with the coaches and even the players, like coming in for my visits when I was a junior, like just, I just felt super welcome. Like I was already a part of the team. So that was just like cherry on top. That's awesome. And, and Swenya, uh, I will talk to you now. You were from a very different place than, than Chesapeake, Virginia, Luxembourg. Tell me about um, Luxembourg and what is it like that what we know of a small country in the middle of Europe? So what I like is it's really small, so you can get everywhere really close. Like you can get from one side to the other side of the country in like an hour ten. So it's always a really short trip and like everything's close. Like everyone of my family lives like 10 minutes away from my house. So that's really convenient. So if you ever need anything or want to see them, you can always go there. And what I like about my country, like the food, it's like really different than here. And like just the whole culture in general. And sometimes I miss it, but I'm really glad I'm here and I, I don't regret that at all. What is Luxembourg like and what is Luxembourg cuisine like? <clears throat> I would say it's like we eat a lot of like Italian food. We don't have like a lot of like traditions like Luxembourgish traditions. So I guess it's like since we're in the middle of like Germany, France, Belgium, it's like a mixture of all the cuisines around us and like a lot of Italian food. How did you get from a tiny country in the middle of Europe all the way here to Bowie's Creek, North Carolina? So I played at home for the national team. So one day I got an email from Coach Hall and I started talking to the staff here, and I really liked it. And it was hard for me at first since I couldn't come visit, so it was really important for me to feel comfortable, and that's what happened. Like, I felt comfortable talking to all the coaches, and, like, I reached out to some players. A lot of players reached out to me, which meant a lot to me, and that's why I choose to come here. Now come. that you've been here for, for, for a long time, what do you love uh, about Campbell <coughs> University? Like Sarah kind of said, it's like a small community. I'm obviously from a small country, so that fits perfectly. I love the team. I love each and every one. I'm really close with everybody. I feel like this year is the closest I've been with like everybody on the team, and I really like the coaches. So, Sarah, we'll go back to you. You guys have had injuries this year, illnesses this year, um, a tough schedule. Um, what have you seen from your team over this past month? I think from having Shai come, come down with the injury and as you said, some illnesses pop up, our coach has really looked for our upperclassmen and underclassmen to have leadership skills. And he asked this beginning of the season, but now it's like really challenging other players to step up. And this is just another opportunity for us to get better as a team and ultimately just lead us to something really good in the future, so. Yeah, speaking of something really good in the future, the Education Day game. Yes. It's hard to describe to people, but describe what you all are looking forward to on Wednesday. Just the energy. I feel like having a bunch of kids in there, they don't really know what's going on. Like, I remember last year, there was a point in the game where we missed a shot or something, and they started booing at us. So, I mean, <laughs> there's just a lot of fun things that happen and just enjoying it. And like Coach Fisher said, like, the kids there are looking up to us, so just setting an example and just showing them what this game brings to us, like the happiness and just the chemistry, just being able for them to feel what they see, so.
Those must have been the, the, the kids from the south part of the county. Oh, yeah. So we'll make sure, <laughs> we'll make sure we watch them um, um, tomorrow. Swenya, um, w- when you think about the Education Day game, what do you like about it? Um, I'm actually doing my internship at like a school right now. Oh my gosh, okay. So I hear uh, kids talking about like sports and how they look up and what they want to be later in their life. So I feel like that's really important that they can come to the game and see us play. And like Sarah said, us just having fun, the chemistry that they can see that and that they set those goals for themselves and then try to reach them too. I feel like that's a motivation for kids. Um, are you an uh, education <coughs> major? What, what are your plans? I'm a social work major. Wow. So I had, to do a sem- um, I had to do an internship this semester and next semester, so I chose the school setting, and I actually really like it. What do you like most about, about <laughs> working with those youth, sometimes in not great situations? Mm-hmm. I feel like you're always trying to help them and make the most out of their situation so they come into us and explain their situation so we're just trying to give them the resources they need and just try to help them out and to make everything better even if it's like at school at home with their friends it doesn't matter what situation it is sarah you just got through finals so tell us about about your major and, and your plans for after basketball right so i'm a business management major i'm also looking to minor in psychology um, after college, I kind of want to pursue basketball further, but yep. when that's over, because basketball won't last forever, I do. Would I want to follow my dad's footsteps in like being in the business and possibly running a business, being like a manager, supervisor? Because, like Coach Fisher said, I am someone who tends to look to others to help them and just be like one of those shoulders that they can lean on. So, I thrive in that that uh, area because it just it makes me feel like I'm doing something impactful to the community so that's just something I really look forward to doing when I grow up that's an interesting combination business and psychology did yeah. your dad say you, you, you <laughs> need that to learn how to work with employees or what no I think what drew me to psycho- psychology is just how I interact with people and wanting to learn and understand everybody including myself because there's a lot of things that I try to figure out of why I react to certain things. So I think that's one thing why I chose it. And also, like, business, you have to understand your individual, the people you work with, and you have to be able to, like, be very flexible. So just being able to know the ins and outs of things in the psychology aspect. I won't have you do a psychology breakdown of him, but Mm -hmm. your head coach, Ronnie Fisher, um, Mm -hmm. it's such a tight-knit team, such a successful um, um, program. What do you like best about, about playing for coach? He's a very passionate coach. Um, he, he really do, does care about his players. So whenever something bad happens, he really tries to just tell you, like, this isn't bad. Don't dwell on your mistakes. Like, just take this as an opportunity to learn from it and just bounce back. Because if, you, if you're not making a mistake, you're not trying hard enough. That's how I was always taught. And just hearing how he coaches, it's just it's very uplifting. Some days are hard, but you can definitely tell that he cares, and that's what's very important to us. Swenya, same same question to you. <clears throat> I would say I would say the same thing she did. He's like really passionate, and he prepares a lot. Like we always prepared, and he tries to um, make us better, like every day. And like she said, he cares, and he always believes in us. So also, if he noticed that something's wrong, he will talk to us and try to help us. So. Your English is amazing. 
Thank I you. mean, it's, it's, it's better than me. How hard has that, how hard has that been coming over and going to college in a language that literally is foreign to you? It is kind of hard since I speak four different languages. Wait a second. What, what are the other ones you speak? So I speak Luxembourgish, German, French, and English. So sometimes it's hard. I'm trying to talk and like words in different languages come to my mind. So sometimes I'm still struggling <laughs> or people say everywhere I go, oh, you have an accent or sometimes people don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But I feel like it got better over the years. So You wouldn't know it at all. And, and Sarah, you've gotten over your Virginia accent very well. So. Oh, yeah. I also <laughs> live at a house where my mom is also Russian, so I'm, I'm very used to the Holy accent. Holy cow. How many, how many languages do you know? Mm, I would say one. <laughs> um, I'm familiar with the other ones, but not fluent just yet. I know just one. Hey, I, I, I tell you guys all the time, but students and athletes, especially in Coach Fisher's program, thank you so much, you guys. Um, the best of luck uh, coming up Wednesday and on, and thank you for seeing us tonight. Yeah, thank, thank you for you. having us. They are two of the best, Sarah and Swenya, and you can see them coming up this uh, Wednesday, 1130 ESPN+. Plus. If you can get into Gore Arena, it is certainly a fun day. They will be in Vegas before the holiday and then our women's basketball team will try to defend their title. It starts at home December 29th against Presbyterian, 5 o'clock tickets at GoCamels.com. For our women's basketball team, our men's basketball team, our wonderful friends at the County Seat Sports Grill in downtown Lillington, I'm Chris Amar saying so long and thank you for tuning in. We'll talk to you next Monday, then a couple of Mondays off for the holiday, and then back here in January. This is Campbell Call Live from the county seat in downtown Lillington. Good night, everybody.